Welcome back to ASMR Quest listeners. I am your host, John Tyler, joined as always by my co-host, Ian Fox. That's right, it's me. I'm here. Uh, I'm loud. And I'm not going away, John. Wow. Thanks. I'm... You know what? Never mind. I'm moving on. Oh, incredible. Uh, <laughs> the shortest so intro this is uh, ASMR Quest, the podcast where uh, we used to talk about ASMR. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, now we don't really, I guess. Uh, I mean... it's, a, it's a new year. It's a new me. New new year, new me, new podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. Uh, I mean, so I, I imagine that our listeners can't, can't see this to confirm, but at the stroke of the new year... Uh, John Tyler, actually, he did die, as we know him, and from his mm-hmm. corpse burst forth a new being, a new great and terrible being, um, which is the new John Tyler. Yeah. Uh, looks very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, or I, I, I look very similar. I mean, so it's, you know, it, yes, I am a new being. I'm also, I am still John Tyler. Like, I, And the John Tyler of before is not some other like that is still me um it is a little sort of odd sort of existentially and sort of does defy a lot of logic and reason and um you know sort of known uh religions but uh but yeah i i I do uh rebirth every year but it's also not strictly a rebirth in that i am a new being but also the same being Mm um you know uh, a lot of people don't understand it and you know what i'm not gonna you're I don't think explain. our listeners are going to be the first, Ian, <laughs> if you uh, know what I mean about our, our listeners. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. They're dumb as a sack of bricks, John. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Every week we tell them to write in and they can't even figure out how. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of fools. We, we, we spell it out for them. Every week we tell them how to email us, how to tweet at us, mm-hmm. how to leave us a five-star rating review, and and they really struggle with it. Unbelievable. Oh, John, I, I just got a, um, I just got a wire. I just got a news wire. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness, John, this is breaking news. Oh, oh, shit. Ian, well, let's, let's hear it. Let's have it. John, MTV has acquired the virtual critter site Neopets for $160 million. Holy shit. Do you think they're going to be looking to obtain the, uh, domain address neopets2 i can only hope john because that would really that would really put me in a more profitable position however i think one hitch to this is you know if they were going to do that they probably already would have reached out to me because this did happen in 2005 oh this is uh not very exciting news (laughs) i Um... mean i think it's interesting in retrospect (laughs) <laughs> 2005 Neopets, John. Let's let's turn back the clock. You know, a hearty 14 years. Okay. So I would have been I would have been 12 years old, and you would have been 32. <laughs> <laughs> and Neopets was, you know, Neopets was. I guess Neopets was pretty big when we were 12. Um. Yeah. I, I, so I, you know, I, as as a 32 year old at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say that, uh, yes, I did in fact know a thing or two about Neopets. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as a 32-year-old, was very into Neopets. You were very into them. That's how you met most of your current friends, who were 12 years <laughs> old at the time. <laughs> Precisely. That's, that's why we're friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your you wife. 
<laughs> oh, your no. future wife, John. Your uh, future wife. Also, John, she was an adult at the time. Okay. Plenty of adults played Neopets, John, as okay. you should know. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on high alert because I've gotten so used to you making all sorts of horrible accusations about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, thank you for, for rescuing that. Um, Actually, John, according to this article, almost 60% of the Neopets audience is over age 13, which fits well with the profile of many MTV brands, MTV said. With 50 original characters, the portal offers business opportunities in feature film animation. (laughs) Neopets users are passionate about the site and its unique offerings, and that is exactly the kind of connection with audiences that MTV Networks cultivates and values. Judy McGrath, CEO of MTV, said in a statement, Its acquisition is an important move for us as we aggressively move forward as a multi-platform entertainment company. John, what's MTV doing these days? Uh, I mean, MTV still exists. They have MTVU, which we got for free when we were in college. Uh, but like, We definitely watched occasionally. But does anybody care about them anymore? I don't know. MTVU was pretty fun. Because mm. that was actually just all music videos. Yeah. They were clean, though, which is disgusting. Is MTV done? No, they they have a ton of reality shows, Ian. No, but Johnny Bananas might be done, according to MTV Challenge, the subreddit. Who? Well, John, he was on Barstool Sports Radio Show last week, and he said he's gotten everything that he could from the show. Sounds like he's breaking into the cannabis industry and also has a travel show on NBC this fall. So does this mean he's done? Maybe he'll just do Champs vs. Stars like Wes? What do you think? <laughs> John, what do you think about Johnny Bananas? Um, I, I think that uh, his whole Bananas bit is a little played out. Yeah. I mean, you know, I how like many times... Yeah, but, like, how many times can you watch someone eat a banana and still be fascinated? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, season one was great. I, I certainly enjoyed watching him eat a banana every episode. I um, thought 50 episodes was a little much for the first season. Uh, that's fair. I mean, some people certainly did think it it dragged uh, dragged on a little bit. Um, you know, I thought that it was like sort of good world building. I thought it really set the stage. I thought it was nice, sort of uh, a slow build to what was to come in season two, mm-hmm. where you know he started eating bananas in interesting places. Um, but then you know, season three when he just starts eating more bananas. It was like, okay, you know, this is kind of exciting once or twice. You know, like, let's see how many bananas is he going to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they didn't really raise the stakes that much. And then season four, it was just more bananas again. And it just, it, it really felt like they sort of lost uh, mm-hmm. sight of what was important in the show. Yeah. Is... The, so I so I stuck, with, I stuck with the show a bit longer than you did. I got mm-hmm. um, to the fifth season. But honestly, partly because the fifth season, the whole thing was, you know, he had listened to the the his his fans' feedback, where you know they didn't want more bananas; they wanted him to focus in, like you know, quality over quantity, John. Yeah, yeah, of course. But then I think he took it too far. He started so he, he would eat the same banana every episode. So he would eat it and then throw Ooh. it back up at the end, and then the next episode it's him eating eating that vomit, and you know, yeah, I mean. <sighs> That, I mean, at that point, yeah, at that point, you've really sort of lost sight of what the show is about. It's a, it's about eating a banana, not mm-hmm. eating 
partially digested banana or mm-hmm. yeah it's just yeah so i guess you know to answer the question is johnny bananas done i hope so yeah he's been done for years and yeah they're on the 14th finally, season now john <laughs> it's it's time to finally put this horse out of its misery mm-hmm. so true so true so john this episode of asmr speaking of putting a horse out of its misery <laughs> Um, we didn't really, we didn't really do any ASMR prep. Um, and so instead what we're going to do, John, is we're going to look at, uh, where are they now? Well, before we do that, I do have two, uh, videos to talk about. Okay, okay. But, so I, I do have something ASMR related. Um, I watched two videos that I thought were worth mentioning, because mm. I thought they were both interesting. Mm-hmm. One... Uh, was ASMR Healing Barbershop, some type of leaf emoji, by Latte ASMR. Um, you know, there's nothing particularly unusual about uh, about this video. It's just, it's just another really high-quality video from Latte ASMR. Mm-hmm. The attention to detail is excellent. She even went so far as to, like, shoot, or just to, like, take a a shot of her just like removing a single little feather off of uh your jack like the sleeve of your jacket um you know she like had to set up a camera and everything just for this one shot just to add a little more attention to detail in there Mm -hmm. just a little more of that uh that caring and attention um and yeah it's just it's just a solid video all around also i don't think we've ever talked about this before but I think Latte is one of the few people who regularly does, like, Foley work for their ASMR videos. Because, mm. um, like, any time that she sort of, like, you know, she does a lot of role plays, obviously. And she's always applying things to your face. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she just, re- in reality, is just waving something in front of the camera. Doesn't make any noise at all. But she always goes the extra mile. She always records some sounds to go in there. And she, like, times it perfectly to what she's doing uh, on screen. Uh, it's it, it's very impressive latte hmm. um i don't think and, i'd ever noticed that before oh well now now you know mm-hmm. uh the other thing that i liked about this is she had a weird razor or a razor that was unusual to me like a straight um, razor or um so like yeah it was a like single blade razor but it wasn't like a straight razor that i'm used to where it's like a very a uh, thin piece of metal that like fold like that folds essentially mm-hmm. and yeah has like the little handle that it folds up into. Uh this was like a uh fixed blade more like a kitchen knife or a cleaver sort of look to it but just much smaller. Hmm. Um and like the um and it was much more of a wedge shaped blade. Like you know the most straight razors I'm used to like are are very narrow throughout the entire width of the blade. This one was like was very thick at the uh the thick end. I know there's an actual word for it, but mm-hmm. the side that's away from the blade was was very thick. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting looking looking razor. John, if you don't even know what to call that, how are you ever going to become the world's greatest bladesmith? Yeah, and I've got a lot of learning to do, okay? Okay. Actually, yeah, so it's time for the sword corner, John. <laughs> what have you been doing uh with swordcraft? Uh, well, I bought some, uh, uh, 
So I haven't done any any sword craft or bladesmithing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did purchase some whetstones recently. Oh. And I tried sharpening a bunch of my kitchen knives. Mm-hmm. And, well, I did not get them as sharp as Bob Kramer gets his, his knives. Um, Bob Kramer, for those of you who are unaware listeners, is uh, a master bladesmith. Um, widely believed to make the best kitchen knives in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess not, I guess considered would probably be more appropriate. It's not like he's a myth. Like we, we can confirm. <laughs> Some say, John. Some say that if you he, look he to the does East... exist. His knives are real and many people consider them to be the best kitchen knives in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when he, when, when he sharpens one of his knives, he can just hold up a piece of paper and just like cut through it like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. I didn't quite get that good, but I was able to cut my, to cut some tomatoes very effectively and not squish them even in the slightest. Oh, some wow. of these tomatoes were very ripe. Mm. I also um, see that you managed to cut off your thumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Ian, uh, you gotta make sacrifices when you're learning new skills. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no, no one ever, uh, ever achieved anything worth accomplishing without putting in a little hard work and effort. Mm-hmm. That's so true, John. So true and so inspirational. That's what I that's what I try to do every week here on ASMR Quest is inspire our listeners to be their best selves. To get off their lazy asses and get out there and do something. And email us about it. <laughs> but well, they will someday, John. They just it, the thing is, what I've what I've come to understand is you have to wait for them to be ready, right? Uh, you so can, true. You can take a horse to water, John. But you can't make it drink. Yeah. Also, you Unless probably you can't shove its head in the water. John, horses are too big. It... They're Damn too it. big for that. Well, Ian, then maybe you just need to hit the gym a little bit more. John... Maybe you've just got to pump, pump, pump it up. Uh, actually, that's not. Never mind. I was trying to reference a song, but I messed it up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, Ian, maybe you just got to work a little bit harder until you too can overpower a horse and force it to drink that water. John, even. Macho Man Randy Savage, the musclest man of them all, would be unable, I think, to force a horse to do something the horse did not want to do. Have you ever seen him wrestle a horse, Ian? No, John, I haven't. Neither have I, so we don't know. We don't know if he could do it or not. You're right. I'm sorry. You know, listeners, I'd like to apologize for making these claims about Macho Man Randy Savage. (laughs) Um, For all I know, he could have wrestled a horse. And also, I think he's... I think he said some racist things or something. I don't know. Um, well, uh, Hulk Hogan is the uh, famous wrestler who uh, famously uh, was caught using the N word. Yeah. Um, oh, I think I think. But Macho Man Randy Savage is dead. Yeah. Well, that John, is correct. He's not going to be able to wrestle a horse now. <laughs> so I guess I was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, the other video that I wanted to talk about is ASMR! Aboard a Dark and Stormy Pirate Ship by GB ASMR. Now, I, you may have noticed I said ASMR, like mm-hmm. a pirate, mm-hmm. uh, because that is how it's spelled in the video title. Um, so this was a, a video GB did uh, where she is a pirate and you are aboard a pirate ship i don't remember whether or not you were also a pirate it was a while ago that i watched this um 
But, you know, it's a, it's another sort of wacky scenario out of the, you know, coming out of GB Studios. Um, but what was particularly notable about this one is that this was a sponsored video. Sponsored by who, John? Well, uh, it might surprise you, Ian. This video, this ASMR video aboard a dark and stormy pirate ship was was sponsored by the i believe mobile game world of warships hmm yeah it seems like a weird uh sponsorship i agree that's i mean i guess when you think about it if you're sponsoring pirate content if some if you're gonna the companies that would sponsor pirate content are either the pirate bay which i think is now (laughs) defunct um, actual pirates from, like, Somalia. And I think their whole deal is they probably don't have enough money to have these big corporate sponsorships. Probably not. That's probably why they are, in fact, resorting to piracy. That's my understanding. Or pirate-themed video games. Well, this isn't really a pirate-themed video game. Like, this is much more, uh, sort of, like, modern warships. Is it? Oh. Yeah. I guess that well, is Well, sort of the, the idea of a, uh... A war game sponsoring ASMR struck me as quite odd. Mm. Or really any video game sponsoring ASMR. Unless it is like Stardew Valley. I guess, yeah. Stardew Valley makes sense. What is, you know, what does this video game think they're going to get out of sponsoring an ASMR video, John? I really don't know, Ian. I can't say. How did they, how did they line up this partnership? Did they... Did they go into this just saying, like, you know, what are the teens doing these days, John? <laughs> and the answer is, actually, smoking jewels. <laughs> I'm not sure if you've heard this, but I had I had a, an exciting uh, news yeah. story. What? Um, you don't smoke a jewel? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're digital, not analog. Uh, it's vapor. Ah, the smoking of the future. The smoking of the future. So what you're saying is that, uh, so smoke is sort of a relic of the past. Exactly. Now it's all about vapor. That, yeah, pure a, smoke is a, a relic of the analog age. Okay. Vaping is for the digital age. Are there analog no one's gonna vapes? be No one's going to be smoking in space, Ian. But mm. everyone's going to be vaping. Everyone's going to be vaping, whether they like it or not. John. Oh man! Well, why wouldn't they like it, Ian? Vaping is so. I had a, I had a conversation with a teacher about vaping, mm-hmm. with a school teacher, and John apparently vaping has like become some sort of catastrophe. Like we're in the end times of society <laughs> due to vaping. <laughs> like all the teens are doing it, John. Uh, that, that that is what I've heard. I've heard. That the those vapes are running rampant mm-hmm. in high schools across America. It's so true, and apparently the the company Jewel recently paid all of their employees a uh, a bonus averaging one point three million dollars each. Oh shit! Because <laughs> they've just made shit. so much money. Um, oh man! Yeah, just I like getting stop. all these teens addicted to nicotine. <sighs> yeah, but what for one point three million though? Like. I'd, I'd do it. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm going to stop pretending to uh, support vaping 
and I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to work in the field. I'm going to go work for Jewel. Uh, I could use that money. I'm sure they always need new software engineers for all that Jewel software that they make. (laughs) I'm sure there's some amount of software in there. I don't know. I guess. I mean, yeah, I suppose so. There's... It's digital, right? Man, oh yeah, they uh, they, they really have though uh, used as, as far as my understanding though, they definitely have done some some shady things to make their products appeal a lot to teens. I mean, they just like give them stupid teen flavors, right? Oh yeah, like Fortnite berry was... or mm. Cardi B, blue raspberry. Oh shit! <laughs> or like a like candy or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. John, here's what I'm wondering, because I feel like this has happened, like, to my understanding, the the sort of cultural narrative before this was smoking is on its way out, right? Yeah. Fewer and fewer teens are taking up cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Why are they taking up, like, I don't understand. If you think that, like, no, man, smoking's not cool, and it's, you know, it's dangerous, and you shouldn't do it, what could possibly lead you to want to vape? Uh, the dope clouds. Yeah, you know what, John? Those vape trick compilation videos. <laughs> the 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 cool cool cotton. Yeah. So I mean, you know, someone takes a puff on a cigarette, like it smells bad. They're giving mm-hmm. the, they're like harming their lungs, and like you know, a little bit of smoke comes out when they exhale. Mm-hmm. You pick up, you take up vaping, and like you basically have stepped into like the steampunk. Uh, world that we've all dreamed of. Yeah, you you take a vape, and instead of instead of you know it smelling bad and it hurting your lungs and producing a small amount of smoke, it uh, smells bad. Maybe hurts your probably. Let's be honest, almost certainly hurts your lungs and produces an enormous amount of smoke. Uh, an enormous amount of dope vapor. Dope vapor. It's true. It's not smoke. Dope John. clouds. It's not vapor. No, it's not. And it's not. Yeah, it is. What do you mean? It smells bad. It could smell like bubblegum, or Skittles, or blue raspberry, Doritos and Mountain Dew, probably. <laughs> Holy shit, John. Are, are there Doritos vape, like, jewels? Doritos jewel pod. Also, I, there's, I, there's, a, I, there's also a lot of, um, uh, v- a lot of people vape stuff that is that does not have nicotine in it. Mm. Um, so it is basically just a flavored thing you're inhaling. Mm-hmm. Um, still not really regulated by the FDA as far as I'm aware. So potentially still dangerous. Um, but it, it's not... Like, supposedly a lot of people do it just instead of, like, snacking. Hmm. Interesting. You know? Maybe I'll get a jewel, John. Maybe I'll start vaping. That's the Spiridion. Mm-hmm. And members of the ASM Army, we hope you too will uh, go out, buy yourself a jewel, and get into vaping. Hashtag vape life. John, Hashtag vape nation. Here's, here's the real question that I have, though. Here's the biggest question of all. Yeah. Where are teens getting their money from these days? Because <laughs> <laughs> when I was a teen, like, I had, you know, I had an allowance or whatever, but I couldn't, uh supported like a smoking habit or a vaping habit Mm. like those flavor pods to my understanding are not cheap yeah i don't know how much they cost i don't know how much a jewel costs either it seems like it would be expensive Uh, so a jewel i think the actual jewel is quite cheap it's like 35 bucks or something oh really oh damn 
It's, it's too cheap not to. It's, you can't afford not to, John. This economy, let me tell you. Wow. But, 35 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the flavor pods, it's like $10 for two, maybe. Yeah, okay. Well, how long do they last? I guess that's a good question. My impression is that a flavor pod does not last very long. No. But like, even that's if it lasts a day, right? Like five bucks a day? What teen has that sort of money? Mm. And yeah, I, I I've heard that um, uh, that that teen employment has been declining. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a lot less teens have jobs now. Which some people, a lot of people, talk shit about. I I say congrats, teens. Mm-hmm. Good job. Work I is say the, the worst. Teens are li- Here's what I'm saying, John. I think we've all you know. I've I've said it for years. We've all got to learn a thing or two from the teens. I think number one lesson to learn is uh, don't work. Yeah, don't work. Just stay in high school, kids. Start vaping. (laughs) Just get money from your parents and vape. It's all going to be good. Here's the thing. Your parents are probably still alive. Take advantage of that. (laughs) They worked so you don't have to. (laughs) And then here's the thing, John. When your parents start getting real old and, you know... They're not going to be able to take care of you anymore. You can just have kids and get welfare. <laughs> oh, man. It, it, it took a turn yet again. A turn I wasn't expecting. You know, we were having a fun time here, joking about teens vaping, getting mm-hmm. teens back into nicotine. Mm-hmm. And you just had to go and, you know, make your political... Uh, statements about about welfare and, and, and what was political uh, I mean, about really that statement? Welfare. It was it was it was advice. It was me saying, you know, just you know, have some kids and get on welfare. And you know, welfare is a touchy subject to a lot of people. Well, John, I'm not making unlike, a value statement. Like I'm not saying <laughs> which everyone can get behind. Yeah, you're right, John. I'm I'm sorry. I shouldn't uh, I shouldn't have made a statement about the existence of welfare. <laughs> Yeah, it, a lot of people will have shut off our podcast at the very Enraged. mention. They'll have of heard welfare. me say, "Well, in fact, we've got to be careful about saying, you know, talking about you know holes in the ground or mm-hmm. you know qualifiers for things or positive affirmations." Because someone hears the phrase "well" these days and they just throw their phone at a wall <laughs> in a, a towering fury. Yeah, absolutely. Republicans, uh, Democrats, they all agree. <laughs> <laughs> They're so mad about welfare, John. <laughs> Uh, speaking speaking of controversial uh, controversial subjects, mm-hmm. there is something I want to address that I think is very important to the ASM Army. Okay. So, we are recording this episode on January nineteenth, two thousand and nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode will be going out on January twentieth, two thousand and nineteen. Mm-hmm. The same day as an event, which uh, you know could could spell trouble. Oh, like the Lunar Eclipse? ASM Army. No, Ian, no. (laughs) Ian, on January 20th, 2019, a football game will be played. A football game that I've been seeing, that I've noticed some members of the ASM Army have very strong feelings about. Ah. I may have seen quite a few tweets about some members... Wanting one of these teams to win a lot more than they want the other team to win. Mm-hmm. Now, what is particularly troubling 
is uh, that you know you and I, well, neither of us is particularly invested in um, you know. Well, you know, you and I have we have both expressed in the past our support for a different team in this game. Mm-hmm. So I would just like to say to all the members of the ASM Army out there who have strong feelings about this game of football, that while Ian and I, you know, do support one of these teams due to where we were born and grew up, neither of us are really that invested in professional football. So I really, yeah, I'm really more into college. Yeah, we're... Here's no the problem, John. Regardless of what happens. Here's my problem with professional football. Yeah. By the time that you're a professional football athlete and sort of ramming your head into other people and accumulating this irreversible brain damage, mm-hmm. you know, you're not you're not learning anything anymore. It's not it's no longer impinging upon your academic studies and you're getting compensated for it. <laughs> and so I think it's just wrong. I think it's wrong, John, because it's not about John, it's about sacrificing. It's about sacrificing yourself for the game. But when you're a professional, it's more of a transaction. It's more just saying, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll ram my head into this other person for like $10 million. John, who wouldn't? <laughs> Sorry, I just had to get that off my chest. Also, I did not... So when you first said that, I thought the Super Bowl was happening. No, no. It's a pre-Super Bowl game. Yeah, it's just the the minor bowl. Yeah. The great bowl. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, the the, the pretty good bowl. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see, John. We will see. Can anyone look cool smoking a jewel? Asks GQ. (laughs) And the answer is, I would say no. I would say not, John. In a non-ironic way. Do you think people can look cool smoking a jewel? Um, honestly, I, I will say pretty much any time I see someone vaping, I do chuckle a little bit. It yeah, does look, it looks dumb most of the time. Yeah, it's idiotic. It's, that's what I, that's what I don't get about it, John. It's how foolish it is. I could be, well, according to GQ, I never got into jeweling. Oh, I had a I had an office Christmas party. Well, not Christmas party. I had an office winter party last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did see someone vaping in the bathroom. Oh boy, which was pretty good. <laughs> he was just standing there at the urinal, taking some sir, like some some sneaky hits of his vape. Mm-hmm. Did he have the um, Did he have the stuff that that gives you that big cotton or? Um, there was, there was a pretty good plume coming out. Okay. Uh, but, you know, he he was trying to restrain himself because, you know, he wasn't trying to draw attention to the fact that he was vaping in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He was, in fact, vaping in the bathroom at uh, our at our work party. If you're a vapor, John, which is, I assume, what people who vape call themselves. If you're a vapor. A cotton blower. A cotton. If you're, if you're a cotton blower, John. Do you have like a stealth pod on you at all times that doesn't have the the vape juice in it? Cuz like Wait. I assume I assume there's got to be a way to vape that doesn't produce the enormous clouds of vapor, right? Oh yeah. I I think it's just a matter of like what temperature you have it set to and oh. uh like how big of a like inhale you do. Hmm. Um because I think, like, people who want, like, 
extra dope clouds more cotton uh i think that they like will like modify their their vapes to produce even more uh and i think mostly they just are like adding additional heating elements so i think if you just like turn down the heat it is less obvious but i'm not sure Hmm. also i just want to you know because we've been talking about vaping so much i do want to go back to the news john okay and we got this hot news story arson suspect surrenders after police robot delivers vape pen oh yeah i heard about that yeah, oh boy, that was, uh, happens, like, I think last week, or several days ago. And they're just, I don't know, John, I'm just saying society is crumbling. <laughs> you know, I've always, I've always said, you know, people, people are just dooms, people are just, you know, calling doomsdays and whatever because of the media, feeding them all the worst sort of stuff. Like, you know, if you look at, you know, sort of global violence trends and prosperity and, you know, the amount of hunger in the world, they're all moving in the right direction. You know, things are, by and large, getting better for most people over time. But, John, my whole, my, my whole worldview has changed. Because <laughs> <laughs> think about it, John. If I'm the CEO of Juul, all I've got to do is put some mind control chemicals in my flavor pods. <laughs> and suddenly, I control the teens. <laughs> and, John, whoever controls the teens controls MTV. And whoever controls MTV controls Neopets.com. <laughs> oh, actually, Ian, speaking, I mean, it seems, so, it, 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 this reminded me. I mean, so you, vaping has you worried, right? Mm-hmm. Has you worried about the future? Has you worried about society? I saw a headline today. I did not click through. I did not read the article because who reads? Mm-hmm. Only losers read. <laughs> but I saw a headline today. That was saying the FDA might pull vape cartridges due to a an existential crisis. An existential crisis. <laughs> I don't know what an existential crisis is to the FDA, but I guess they have the same concern as you, Ian. They think society is crumbling due to all this vaping. Okay, let's see. So I'm, I'm on businessglitz.com, John. The FDA threatens to pull out e-cigarettes. Threatens to pull or, out oh, e-cigarettes, e-cigarettes out of the market and cites possible existential threat. Uh, this article does have zero views, so it's maybe not the one you were referring to. That's pretty much the same headline. Eh, well, but... The Food and Drug Administration says that e-cigarettes are facing an uncertain future in U.S. markets unless the youth smoking rate falls over the next year. Oh, okay. That, that makes sense. I fear that the survey data that we get for the next year will continue to show an increase in the use of e-cigarettes for youth. We enter the field between March and May with the 2019 National Youth Tobacco Survey, Gottlieb says. I tell you this. If youth use continues to rise and we see significant increases in the use in 2019 beyond the dramatic increase in 2018, the whole category will face an existential threat, he said. Wow. E-cigarette use spiked 78% among high school students and 48% among school students over the past oh, year. Oh, shit. Jeez. <laughs> Altogether, about 1.5 million young people took over during <laughs> 2017 to 2018, despite the Trump administration's efforts to limit youth welfare. Also, I think there's a typo in there, but it's a rather comical typo. What, what was the typo? Uh, despite the Trump administration's efforts to limit youth welfare. Oh. <laughs> 
I think that's accurate. A spokesman for Juul told The Hill on Friday that the company condemned the use of its products amongst minors. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Oh, wow. I, that, I, yeah, I, I don't think they actually do. John? Seems they, I think they're probably, they're counting their money, being like, oh, yeah, we really wish the teens would stop vaping. Another hundred thousand... Oh, there's another hundred thousand from teen vape. Uh, if only the teens would stop those vaping. teens. We're, we can't get rid of all this money. We're having to give it to our employees. <laughs> that was you know, a, a classy move. Although, actually, one thing I was wondering at after I heard that, the way I heard it phrased, it was very clear that it was the average bonus was one point three million. Oh, which does make you wonder. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I didn't realize. Teen uh, tobacco use was really up that much. Mm-hmm. It does make some of uh, the jokes we've made on this episode seem like they might have been slightly in poor taste. <laughs> Maybe it turns out this isn't just like, oh, I, I don't know. It's like I don't think I understood what a real thing vaping was for so many people. <laughs> I don't think I did either. Like I've seen them. I've seen them on the streets. I've seen them in the stores. I've seen them in the bathrooms, John. But it's just. Of all the things, <laughs> it's come I to I do feel a little bad. Mm-hmm. Well, John, I'll tell you what. We can, we can, I think we've fought back in this episode by talking for half an hour about how ridiculous vapes are. That's Teens, fair. I... we know you're listening. If you're vaping, um, here's my advice, you know? Take all that money you're spending on vaping and just use it, like, save it up and just buy harder drugs. <laughs> Like, here's the thing. You can spend $50 a week on jewel pods and people will think, oh, what a poser. Or you can be the teen that always has cocaine on you. <laughs> You'll be so cool. <laughs> Quality over quantity. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um... <laughs> We, we we do not condone the use of illegal drugs on this podcast, nor the possession of uh, illegal drugs. Um, also, this this podcast does have the explicit tag on iTunes, um, and it is not recommended for people under the age of eighteen. Ah, oh, John, <laughs> our main audience is teens. We I have always branded ourselves as a teen first organization. <laughs> John, in our corporate business strategy plan. Yeah, we've got the four pillars of success, and each one, you know, pillar one, T, pillar two, E, pillar three, another E, pillar four, MS, teens, John, teens are the foundation that will <laughs> propel ASMR Quest into a glorious new 2019. Uh, well, I, I certainly am going to try to give this a clickbaity uh, title mm-hmm. about vaping. I haven't decided what yet, but hopefully I've, I'll come up with something good. Okay, so John, are you ready to start the episode? What? Well, we we still, John, we remember the premise of this episode. Where are they now? Oh, shit. Totally forgot about that. (laughs) Oh, man. Where are they now, John? Who are you wondering about? What? You know? (laughs) Let's let's cast our minds back. Eight years ago, we'll say. Okay. 2011, John. What was big in 2011? Skyrim. 
Skyrim, John. Well, we know what Skyrim's up to. They're still, yeah, they're still, still going. Big. <laughs> Keep re-releasing it. Okay, let's see. What, what were the big events in 2011? It's probably just going to be politics nonsense. Be less nonsense than politics today. There was hey. the Rose Bowl. There was the Fiesta Bowl. There was the Orange Bowl. There was the Sugar Bowl. Aren't those bowl. all annual events? <laughs> yes, they are. Well, so it's I'm on onthisday.com, and it's just sort of going through all the events of interest oh, okay. um, through the year. And there's like, you know, often several events a day. Um, and because it started on like January 1st, it's just going through all the bowl games, because all the bowl games happen mm. very, just like right away. Even though no one gives a shit, John. No one. I can. I can say this as someone who is interested in college football. No one cares about bowls. Maybe the Rose Bowl, you know. But that's it. They just don't matter anymore, John. When you have when you have a playoff system, no one gives a shit about bowls. Wait, did the bowls ever matter? I think so. I think they used to be a, a bigger thing. My understanding is before um, playoffs were a thing. People cared about bowls because that was like, you know, that was the championships, right? Oh. It's like, that's the note your team is going to end on, whether they okay. win or lose the bowl. Whereas now it's like, well, if you haven't made it to the playoffs, your team's lost. <laughs> you can do a bowl as consolation, I guess, but no one mm. really cares. Okay. John, I'm looking at 20, 2011. Not much happened. <laughs> there's the, the ACC men's basketball tournament. There's the SEC men's basketball tournament. The messenger spacecraft enters Mercury's orbit. It's all sports. Black Friday for online poker in the U.S. Indictment. United States versus Schneider shuts down sites accusing companies of fraud and money laundering. Well, that's... Osama bin Laden was killed. Oh, that was 2011? Yeah. Here we go, John. What's the Osama bin Laden news? What? You... You can't... That... There, there isn't any. Oh, you say that, John. You can't but... find out where he is now. He's dead. Well, John, he could be... He, Who knows where he could be in the afterlife, though. John, I don't care what Osama Bin Laden's up to anymore. I want to know what Barack yeah, Obama is up to. Yeah, it's not a, not a topic I really want to talk about. John, what's the Obamacare news? <laughs> is it still getting shoved down the throats of the American people? <laughs> Oh god, I love that we people are still calling it Obamacare, John. Is it going to be Obamacare forever? I probably. That's my dream. Okay, John, let's think. Let's let's cast our minds back. Avatar. The Last Airbender, the movie that Avatar, everyone loved. Avatar. The Last Airbender, the movie. What's the news? Well, one day ago, Vulture.com ranked every M. Night Shyamalan movie. And you'll never guess where the, uh, where Avatar wound up. Number one. Also, it wasn't, Avatar wasn't in the uh, title, because apparently James Cameron had, like, already been owning, I think it already owned the, like, Oh, The Last Airbender. John, you were wrong. it was just The Last Airbender. It was actually 10 out of 13. Not as bad as The Lady in the Water, 
after Earth or The Happening. What do you mean not as bad? It, like, it was an excellent film. That's true. Everyone That's true. loved The Last Airbender. It mm-hmm. was, you know, one of their favorite TV shows come to life on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Just like they had hoped. Mm. It was my favorite movie. I was going to say of that year, but no, I think it's just my favorite movie. Watching your favorite TV show a million times isn't compulsive. It's a comfort binge, John, says Mashable. Which is presumably referencing Avatar The Last Airbender, but not the movie. Why would you Why would you even talk about the TV show? It's like, like yeah, it was fine when it came out, but mm-hmm. like, once you've seen the movie, the TV show just doesn't hold up anymore. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It's so true, John. What's AOL doing? Why are we still doing this? I don't know, we John. It hasn't, it hasn't worked out. Point. We like we don't have to keep going. We John, can just stop. John, I've just I've got this need, John. I've got the need to know where are they now? <laughs> where you don't even know who like John. Where's Rachel? <laughs> so oh, wow. I'm doing Listeners, apparently apparently Batman has stopped in for a surprise appearance. Oh, he left John. Wow, he just jumped Damn right it. out the window. It's, 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 Dude, you said something to ask him a single question. Wow, that, how unfortunate. <laughs> what a, what a what a what a real loser Batman is. I guess Batman just doesn't have the guts to stick around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always a real said coward. It, Batman is a coward. He's running around the city wearing a mask, like beating up criminals because he's got like a hundred million dollars in tech. He's the very definition of a coward. It's fair. Just like most of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. John, let's rank the Avengers in terms of cowardness. Number one. Oh wait, it's all of them. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I guess not I Bruce pretty Banner. Good. Sorry, who? What? Not Bruce Banner. Because he doesn't have any powers. Mm. He's just the Hulk. Yeah. Why is he not the Hulk? I don't know. I don't know yeah. what Bruce Banner's deal is, John. I feel like Thor is pretty solid. I guess, but he's definitely a coward. I don't know. Well, I feel John... like he was one of the least cowardly ones in uh, um, Infinity War. Well, actually, you know what? Maybe he's not a coward. Because now that I'm thinking about my, so my my reasoning for why Batman was a coward, right, is that he's he's beating up all these these poor schmucks, right? Yeah. But really, uh, Thor's not really beating up like petty workaday criminals, is he? Yeah, Thor rarely punches down, and he even. Uh was willing to maybe die to, like, forge the weapon mm-hmm. in that one part of the movie. That would have been kind of dumb, though, John, because if he died... It would have been. It was... If he died to forge the weapon, who would have used the weapon, Thor? Yeah. Well, I mean, his reasoning was without it. He was good as... Like, it was pointless anyway. Mm. But, you know, he was willing to make sacrifices, take risks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, he's, he's all right. Mm-hmm. Unlike Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Such a coward, John, that he doesn't even use his real name in the movies. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. So, John, do you have any news? No, I think I think we can just end the episode. John, I don't know why you're all still this trying John, to go. We've got so much news, John. We've got so much news to get through today. 
<laughs> no, what are you talking about? <sighs> we should just end it. Listeners, thank you for joining us for this uh this this excellent vape talk which was all in in really good taste um not a single controversial thing has been said on this episode nothing that we will regret nothing that'll offend anyone uh it's just been a a real good time with friends Mm -hmm. um so you know thanks for for sticking around uh various members of the asm army uh please reach out to us on twitter uh you can follow us at asmr underscore questing you can email us at asmr uh, oh shit, now I fucked it up, sorry. You can email us at asmrquesting at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at asmr underscore quest. Please leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes, or a max rating and review on any anywhere else you can find to give us a rating, and then let us know. And please, tell a friend that they should listen to ASMR Quest. Tell a loved one. And then tell... make sure they do it. Tell your Don't let dearest them loved out. one, John. John, I want all of our listeners to look deep into their hearts, to to really think about the people that matter most to them. Who do they really love, you know? Who could they not live without? Because those are the people who cannot live without ASMR Quest. <laughs> They're dying, John. <laughs> oh, no! All of your friends and family and loved ones are dying. But there's not enough ASMR quests to give them all, John. You only have one vial. <laughs> Who are you going to save? <laughs> no, no, Ian, they, they can save everyone. They just have to recommend that everyone listen to our show. No, John, they only get one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Next week, they'll get another one, but by then it will be too late. <laughs> too late for some. Act fast, listeners. Act fast, act today. 1995. It's only 1995. Three easy payments. Oh, oh, okay. I, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right, Ian, do you want to say the thing that ends the episode now? John, I've got all this news for you. <laughs> but the most important news story of all is that all of our listeners have and will continue to stay tingly. <laughs>